Welcome to the warm-up, a Bailiwick Express podcast giving you an insight into the sports action that is on the horizon. Hello, I'm Nick Mann. Seb Prio is heading out to race the 24 hours of Daytona with a win on his mind. In this episode, he gives us an insight into the historic race and how he has been preparing for his first season in GTD Pro. You're on, you're on call pretty much all the time, but you're also, you've got a lot of time where you're not you're not racing and he's got to keep the mind going and um, keeping it sort of sharp because otherwise, you know, you lose that concentration, that edge, you know. And I've been preparing for Daytona, I mean, for months now, all through Christmas and uh, training hard, but not, not just training, you know, gym or cycling, you know, obviously on the simulator as well because you can't just uh, train, you've got to do more than just training for an event like this. So, yeah, it's just, I think, you know, with it, with it having so much time sometimes in, in you know, obviously off season, you know, it is kind of hard, you know, when you're not racing. You know, where, where is that simulator? Is that... So I've got it at my house at home. Yeah. Yeah, here in Guernsey. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. So, yes, yeah, very mentally draining, I would say. Do you find, like, because obviously you've got Daytona on, on the horizon and that's like a big target, is that dominating your thoughts at the moment or is it broader than that? You're looking ahead to the whole season. I think the Daytona 24 is a race that anyone wants to win. I think, obviously, the season, you know, I want to win the championship as well, um, but I want to win Daytona. I want to win that, that Rolex watch. I, you know, not only that, but the race is a very, uh, how could I say, it's one of the races that I would just love to win, you know. It's a big race. It's, yeah, I think my dad's come close to winning it, and just I just want to win that race, you know. And I've got a good chance this year to do that, but... It does sort of make everything, shadows everything, I would say, until you know you get to June and you're doing them all. So that's a big one as well. But we have the 12 hours this evening straight after um, Daytona. That's a big race as well. Um, you know, you don't win the Rolex, but still winning 12 hours this evening, big race to win. Um, my father's won that one. So yeah, it, it does shadow quite a bit until you get into the season, I would say. And your, your time in Guernsey, like you, you're talking to me today, and like you've been out on the bike. There's, 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 there's a lot going on, isn't there, even? making the most of your home island? For sure, I mean, training all the time, uh, just staying fit, you know, every kilo matters. Um, you know, it's one kilo. I mean, you know, in the grand, grand scheme of things, it's not a huge amount, but, you know, 10 kilos is quite a big. So, uh, you know, if I'm 10 kilos out than my teammates, that's a tenth a lap. So, and you add that up over an hour of stint, maybe second, maybe even more than that. So, it does, it does really help to, uh, you know, two, three seconds can make, make or break you. So, you know, in this in this Daytona race, you know, you're fighting 24 hours, and the last lap you've got five cars fighting for a win, and it's 24 hours of racing. So, it just shows you that you've got to be on your A game all the time, and yeah, there's no rest. 24 hours as well. Like, how do you physically? How demanding is that? It's it's high. It's uh, you you don't sleep. You know, um, you're wired. It's middle of the night, and you know you're you're wanting to see where your car is. Um, you know. And, you just don't sleep it. You you come out of the car. You've done you know three hundred kilometers an hour, about one hundred ninety miles an hour, and you've got to try and rest for a bit. And uh, you know one o'clock in the morning, you're just wired. You know you you've got to be, otherwise you'd be lazy. You know you need to be sharp, and it's just hard to relax. But the thing is, you go out of the car, you eat food straight away, um, you drink loads, and then you go and rest for an hour, two hours. Uh, obviously, my teammates are going to be in the car for another four, six hours, so I've got a bit of time to rest, and I'm back in the car. For another three three hours or so, so um, yes, yeah, it's, it's tough. You, you, it physically demanding and mentally. 
And is there a specific um, sort of plan in place in terms of nutrition and what you're eating and how you rest, or is that just take it take it as it goes? For me, it's 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 for me to, to do that. I have we have got doctors and physios and nutritionists at the track to help us drive our meals. So after the stint, I'll have chicken and pasta, something not too saucy because you know it's uh, you don't want that in your stomach when you're doing that sort of speeds. So you want to keep it dry, but also you want you want some source of protein in there and, and some nutrition. So. It is hard when you that race because I'm starting the race this year, the Rolex 24, and uh, there's a lot of nerves that come in that. Um, you know, it's my first race that I'm going to start a 24 hour, and it's a big one, it's an honour to start it. But you can't. I'm a. You know, you get nervous. You know, there's a lot of adrenaline. You, you find it hard to eat because you, you know, your body's now going to kind of you're fighting. You know, it's ready to fight, so you don't want to be eating loads, and you have to. You know, you need to eat, otherwise you're going to be weak after an hour when the race is settled. You start losing energy and you know you've got to keep that up so yeah it's it's tough and that you say you're starting the 24 hour that's that and it comes with a pressure and i guess part of that pressure is making sure you're establishing your car in the race and getting it into a good position and setting it up for you know it's, as well, yeah. it's a very long race so you don't win the race on the first lap but uh it's it's a factor of things you've got to be gentle with the car but not too gentle where you're losing time you need to keep it in one piece you know, you don't want to hit the car and have damage, carry damage the whole way through the race. You want a clean car, clean nose. Um, yeah, it's hard to, because you've got a lot of cars and it's not always your fault. And you've got to have eyes in the back of your head because uh, there's stuff that happens all over the place. So you don't want to be too cautious, but you don't want to be too much as well. It's a really fine line. You know, you can easily make a mistake going too hard into a corner and you've, you've messed the race up for the whole guys and it's a horrible feeling. So you need to be aware but also 100% commitment but 100% restraint so uh, it's just about being in that sort of groove. And I guess you're bringing experience to the table now as well to, to be able to like execute that. I've done now quite a few Daytonas, uh, it's my third one this year um, and I've done Le Mans as well so I know how to race 24 hour races, I know what I need to do but uh, you know every race is different, you know 24 hours is grueling, it's uh, you know a lot of factors, you get about 20 safety cars probably even though you make all that time up in, in the stint, you could get a full course yellow and everyone bunches back up. And in IMSA, it's very different to World Endurance Championship where they neutralise the race. So like at Le Mans, there's three safety cars or they have full course yellow or um, slow zones, which you slow down to 80 kph and it neutralises the race rather than everyone bunching back up. IMSA, though, yeah, on the back of the tail again, which is better racing for the fans. But for me, like you're like, oh, back on, you know, need to fight again now. I've got this guy on my, on my butt and uh, I flat out again. So it's tough. Yeah, so uh, needs to be committed for it. You going going into the season, same car as last time, but um, upper level in terms of the competition. And what, how do you feel about that? I'm uh, confident. I'm also not complacent. You know, I'm I'm ready for the challenge, but I'm also not you know underestimating the the drivers I'm with. But I know not to sound uh, arrogant in any way, but I know I can do it. Um, and. I proved it that I can win races and in top classes and it's no different to any other race weekend it's just it's about, it's sort of now it's my year to uh, to prove that I'm you know a professional driver and I can race against people that have been factory drivers for what, five ten years so um, yes it's sort of my year to do that and I feel ready for it and I'm, I've got now enough experience and I'm about to, to execute that. Take me on a bit on the lap of Daytona as well what are the challenges what's special about it? I think Daytona, you know, you've got these massive bankings along straight, you relax, and uh, you've got to now sort of 
get yourself tense for the next corner, that bus stop, uh, which is like down the, the back straight, and uh, so like a left, right, right, left chicane sort of thing. And that's fast in the dark, you know, you're approaching that corner at 280 kilometers an hour. So that's that's about 175 miles an hour in the dark, and uh, you don't want to make a mistake there. Every lap the same, you're breathing in, and then you breathe out, out the corner. You know, it's like, oh, I've done that corner, that's one down. Now another, you know, 200 to go. Uh, it's it's an intense track with Daytona. Um, it's one of these tracks where it's quite an easy track to learn, but it's that last tenth or two which is hard. Um, whereas like Le Mans, it's a, it's a long track, and uh, one second is not a lot, and uh, this one's not so long, but it's it's very floodlit, so it's not too dark. Um, so really, visibility-wise, it doesn't feel as quick as it does at Le Mans. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough track. Just a lot of a lot of cars, you know, a lot of different classes. You've got an MDH prototypes, GT, us GD cars, slower GD cars, um, and also uh, LMP2. So there's a lot going on. 60 plus cars out there. So yeah, we've got a nice rear camera, but apart from that, it's, it's on our own shoulders to, to keep the car in one piece. With Daytona, obviously, like iconic in terms of motorsport. Um, when did you first sort of learn about Daytona or come across it? I think my father. He uh, he's raced there for many years. I've followed him there a couple of times. It runs in the family, you know, from the beginning of my my uh, career. But you know, my mum and dad and my sister all travelled together at, with my dad when he was racing in world touring cars. So, literally in my blood, it's it's what I've learned, and I think naturally you just. I didn't think I'd be a professional racing driver, really. You know, it's very rare that happens, but something actually the only thing I'm good at, I think. So uh, I've pursued it, and you know, I'm very privileged to be in. You know, without people from Guernsey and uh, all the sponsors I've had to help me get here, wouldn't be here today. So um, no, it's it's good, good uh, chance for me now to to win this Rolex 24. And in terms of um, being a racing driver, what no. What makes a good driver? What what make what's going to make the difference between winning and losing? It's all in the mind. It's uh, it's about it's about not getting too upset where what position you're in. Um, you have to have that edginess about you. You know, you, my dad said he's he's lost it now, and like mm. yeah, when you when you're young, um, you do have a bit of edginess about you, and you're not scared about anything. Um, I think you you've got to be fearless. You know, you can't think of the consequences. You've also got to be dedicated to profession. Um, you've got to work hard. It doesn't just come, you know, talent gets you to where you are, but it doesn't take you all the way. You've got to work as well. So someone who works harder will, will eventually pass someone who's talented. So you've got to, you've got to be very, uh, very on it with that. And I think to be a complete driver is to be good out the car and, and be a sportsman um, and sacrifice a bit as well. Obviously sharing a car, you're not going to have it perfect to how you like it, but I think it's just about keeping your head. It's mostly like everything in life is your, your mind. And I think that's the main thing, having a clear mind and have one focus, you know. And in, in this off season, what kind of communication do you have with the team and how, how does that dynamic work? Um, there's obviously, we do a bit of emails. We've got, a, I've got a, my own sort of PA now, but the team, he books all our flights. So that's all taken care of. There's not a lot of communication. Um, we had a test at Daytona. Uh, last month, um, just to refill my to like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? To like sort of go around the track and fill the car again because you you lose that edginess. Like I said, in two three months of, uh, of uh, being out the car, you do lose a bit of that edginess. So um, yeah, just did that. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of communication, but 
I knew that I was signed the deal in uh, November, so that was that was good, and I knew that they wanted me for the full year. So yeah, now I'm happy with with the deal. I mean, and that's good. That gives you that confidence boost that the team is is backing you. Yeah, as well, doesn't it? Um, can you tell me a bit about your teammate as well? So yeah, so um, I've got. Lauren Heindrich for the whole year, he's German, uh, my age, um, he's very good, he's come from Porsche Carrera Cup, so similar to me, he's a really good peddler, um, we've got a Michael Christensen, he's similar to my dad's age, but a bit younger, um, very experienced, uh, he's won Le Mans twice for Porsche, and he's won Daytona as well for Porsche as well, so yeah, he's uh, he's got a good CV, and he's, he's got a lot of experience, we can learn off him, and uh, yeah, cars in safe hands this, this, this week, or next weekend, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You can tell, I can actually tell the the excitement comes through. Like I think yeah. when we spoke last time, it was the back end of the season. But like yeah. the energy you're giving across now is we're definitely getting into uh, race time, aren't we? So we are. Yeah, it's uh, I'm sort of getting prepared for it mentally now. I'm qualifying this weekend, which is really weird to think, but uh, I'm flying over tomorrow, off to the states. So uh, a little bit nicer weather, I'd say. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there and showing what I can do, and for the team as well. You know, they need a good result. They've been working very hard all, all winter and you know we've had a couple of bad races last year um but all learning all learning so this is uh, you know i can't really thank also ao multimatic pj um hyatt uh he's he's the guy who's basically helped me do all this stuff so uh you know he's he's great he's racing lmp2 as well this uh, next weekend so he's the, the boss of ao and the team owner so Without him, I, I wouldn't be racing at Daytona this year in, in GT Pro. So, um, no, yeah, it's, it's a great, great opportunity for me. How yeah. big are, is the team behind you as well on the day and that kind of stuff? So, yeah, they're, they're very behind, very much so. AO is obviously quite a new team, but I tell you what, they're one of the best teams out there for sure. They're, you know, they're very, they work very hard, and you know, we've got a brand new 911 for this this weekend, and you know, the last car that I drove was. A brand new car as well, but this one's a fresh chassis, fresh parts. It's absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to getting in the seat and driving the car again. Yeah, and they're very much behind. They support me. Very, very nice team, and obviously they, they like me for another year. So uh, yeah, just, it's a very good opportunity for me. And just finally sum up how you're feeling. I think a mixed emotion. I think uh, I can see me. Uh, with that watch on, but also I can, you know, this can't be complacent. I can also see us having a fight in our life, you know. Um, it's a tough race, it's not easy. Uh, we'll, we'll know in the last two hours if we've got a chance or not. So, uh, I mean, of course, if the car's slow, uh, we can't do much about it, but we can still push forward, work as a team. It's not going to be as bad as last year. We, we were very slow last year. That wasn't on Porsche's side, that was with the balance of performance where, uh, you know, People will probably might not understand that, but that's sort of balancing all the cars. Like they're all very different. So, but this year it got released just last last week. It looks okay, and um, I, I think we're going to be in the fight. It's not going to be easy, but uh, nothing's easy, is it, in life? So, uh, I think yeah, I'm excited. That was the warm up. Thanks again for listening. Please like and subscribe for more. You can find all our sports news on gsy.bayluthexpress.com and on all our social channels. Sign up to our daily email to keep up to date on all the work the Express team does.